0: Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. So glad that you are joining me today because what we're going to talk about today is. Really important in the way that it can move the needle and help us get out of our own way. Right? I posted something on uh, Instagram the other day that basically said, like, there are going to be a lot of things in the way, but you don't have to be one of those things. But sometimes when we are in the way, we're not quite sure why we're in the way. We're not quite sure how to get out of the way. And I think today's episode is really going to help with that because what we're going to be talking about is knowing too much, relying on learning and education and information at the expense of getting in the game and taking action. Can anybody relate to that? Where I know for me, I spent years learning about nutrition and I would learn everything I needed to do and more, everything about micronutrients and macronutrients and metabolism and hormones. And yet, when I was standing in my kitchen, I would still say things like, "Ah, I'll start tomorrow. This one thing won't hurt. Next week will be better. Well, I'm really stressed out." It wasn't helpful to keep learning and learning and learning. It was a distraction. It was a buffer from experience. And I see that in a lot of people because we live in a time where we could use all of the energy and the time and the effort that we have for a given goal on learning and not use any of it for the only thing that creates change, which is putting it into action in our lives, getting off the sidelines and getting into the game. And if I can help you make that shift today from overvaluing learning and giving yourself credit for spending time in planning mode and really get you to apply what you already know, I'm certain that will move the needle in your life. So one of the questions that I ask myself, because I journal answers to questions every day about my relationship, about my health, about my business, about my finances, about my future and my fears, one of the questions that I've been asking and answering lately is, where am I educated beyond my willingness to take action? Or where does my intellect exceed my obedience? Where are you educated beyond your willingness to take action? Where does your knowledge trump your consistency? Your thinking brain might very well be holding you back. And in fact, I'll be so bold as to say it is holding you back, certainly to different extents in different people and probably to different extents in different areas of your life. Maybe you're better at implementing the financial stuff than you are implementing the health stuff. Maybe you're better at implementing the relationship things that you know than you are the nutrition things that you know. What I am seeing more and more as there are more podcasts and there are more books and there is just this information overload. We live in such a learning society, which is cool in a lot of ways, but what I am seeing is that living in our thoughts is really keeping us from living in our lives. It has created almost like a parallel reality where we can go through without ever really engaging. And we can think that we're living when what we're really doing is planning and learning. We're not experiencing. There is a quote from Mark Nepo that I think describes part of the problem so brilliantly. It says, to always analyze and problem solve and observe and criticize what we encounter turns our brains into heavy calluses. Rather than opening us deeper into the mystery of living, the overtrained intellect becomes a buffer from experience. The thinking, I I feel this, the thinking, the planning, the criticizing, the observing, the watching, the note taking, it turns our brains into heavy calluses. And that word heavy just resonates with me so much because the more that we know and we understand, it can make us feel really bogged down. I felt this in business before. And I found myself in this I won't even call it a trap. It was more of just an unconscious decision, an unconscious pattern where I would listen to all these business podcasts and I would go to all these business events and I had multiple notebooks full of strategies and ideas and I had implemented maybe one half of 1% of them, but I just felt so heavy. And instead of taking everything I knew and start going in and implementing it and seeing the results that it had and learning from my experience, I unconsciously stayed in this information-gathering mode. So now what I've shifted, once I noticed that, what I've shifted is if I listen to a podcast or I go to an event, I definitely do this when I go to like my mastermind weekends for my business mastermind, I identify what three things I will implement and by when. Because I have had so many experiences of like, oh, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to start this, and I'm going to try this. And three months later, I've done none of it. And three months later, I don't even remember where I put those notes. And it feels very heavy. Guys, if we would take all that we know and implement just 5% of it, we would transform our lives on every single level. There wouldn't be any part of our lives that was unchanged by that. Because really, whether we're talking about money or we're talking about relationships or food or fitness, anything, there's gotta be a good 90% that isn't implemented consistently. And I know for myself, it's probably higher than 90%. Of all the strategies that I've heard, I, I've probably implemented only a fraction of 1%. I talk to the about this with my master's club often because we read a book every month. And there's been a few times where we've gone back and reread a book. I think at their request, we've done Chasing Cupcakes twice, we've done Atomic Habits twice. There might be another one that we've done twice. Um, But the reason that we do that is because we go through these books and we're moved and we're touched and we're inspired and encouraged by all these different ideas. But what did we do with them? When we just analyze and problem solve and observe and criticize, it turns our brains into heavy calluses. Our overtrained intellect becomes a buffer from experience. Overtrained intellect. So I'll ask again, where are you educated beyond your willingness, beyond your consistent action? Where is there a gap between what you know and what you do? And when he says that, buffer from experience. Gosh, I, I mean, now I'm on a business track in my mind, but it's so true. How many times have I buffered myself from the experience of growing my business because I was learning about growing my business? How many times have you buffered yourself from the experience of losing weight or the experience of getting healthy or the experience of getting stronger because you were learning about it or you were thinking about it, you were analyzing it, you were trying to criticize, observe, problem solve, it is a buffer from experience and it feels so heavy. Sometimes we think our brains are all-powerful. But they're really not. And what happens when we take action is we humble our minds a little bit. We say to our overtrained intellect, there's more than you. It's not just you. There's more than thinking. There's more than planning. There's so much more true knowing that comes from doing than what comes from learning. Thinking is not the whole story. Experience can teach you something that analyzing and thinking and observing and criticizing cannot teach you. How many times will you watch instead of experience? How many times will you describe instead of engage? How often will you look to understand instead of participating? There was a good year, year and a half where I watched CrossFit competitions online with such respect and admiration for the athletes, but I didn't walk inside a CrossFit gym. I was on the other side of fear. I've, I've seen this in my life where I've envied couples who are so intentional about things like date nights and conversations that go beyond surface level, how was your day, what's up, what are we doing this weekend, and yet I didn't plan a special date or I didn't initiate a meaningful conversation. I see this in my clients who have pages and pages of notes and a deep desire for change, but they choose the comfort zone of Taco Bell or evening binges. Or people who would love to work for themselves and they've read tons of books on business and they've listened to podcasts, but they choose to stand behind the doorway of fear. Where in your life are you overtrained and underpracticed? What would it look like to pick one strategy that you could start to repeat, no matter what, consistently, every day, one thing? could be washing your face before bed every day, one thing, over and over. You know to do it. You're not doing it. Flossing your teeth. You know to do it. You're not doing it. It doesn't have to be the right thing or the biggest thing or the most major thing, but the thing. When I started this practice of when I read a book or I go to a, an event or I have my mastermind weekend or anything else like that and I walk away with these are the three things I'm going to do and these this is when I'm going to do them it changed everything. And I could have gotten hung up forever on like, well, what's the most important thing? But that's not what matters. What matters is the practice. We will probably never know what the most important thing is or the thing that'll move the needle most because it's always changing. It depends on what our goal is. It depends on how much time we have. It depends on the circumstances of our lives. It depends on what else we know and what we learn along the way, what other information we pick up. So the right thing, the right place to start, the thing that'll move the needle most, it's a moving target. You don't have to start with the right thing, the biggest thing, the most important thing. Just develop this practice of implementing things. When I read a book, whether it's on my own or with the master's club, every time I finish reading for that day, whether I read a paragraph or I read 10 pages, I ask, what will I do with this? That's one of the reasons that I put things in my calendar. Not because I want to remember, I want to memorize motivational quotes or anything. I want it to be a reminder for me to put it into action again and again and again and again. Just yesterday, I had a meeting Oh, it was a hard meeting. I hired someone to do an audit of my website. I can't even believe I'm going to tell you guys this, but I'm going to tell you. And uh, I said, I feel like I wrote a really crappy paper. And then I asked someone very brilliant to critique it for me, you know, knowing it was crappy. Like, that's kind of how I feel about my website because I just haven't put much time or much effort into it. I haven't had somebody doing maintenance on my website in uh, four years, probably, and I focused on other things, like the podcast, like my clients, all of that. Anyway, so I'm, I'm on this meeting, and it's me and the, the gentleman who did the audit, a couple of his team members. Susie's on the call. Susie's our COO. And uh, on a scale of 1 to 100, a typical academic grade scale, my website got a 37. And it is what it is because you know what? Next month it might get a 54, but that's a heck of an improvement, you know? I'm telling you this because what he presented to me was like 14 pages of things that are either subpar or broken or uh, not rendering correctly or outdated, you name it, bad practice. The internet changes so much where, you know, he said, when was the last time you've updated X, Y, Z, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, on the back end of the site, I haven't ever done it, you know? Um, And I haven't had somebody dedicated to that. But in these pages, there were probably easily 250 action steps to take for improving the website. And there's probably 25 that we could categorize as, like, significant. Do I care... Which one of those 25 is the most important? No, I'm just going to start. Because if what I decide is the most important today, somebody else is going to feel there's something else that's most important tomorrow. And then when something changes, it's no longer the most important. You're never going to be able to pin that down. You're never going to be able to know what is the most important thing. It just matters that you start. It just matters that you dive in. I could sit there and choose to be overwhelmed and be like, you know what? It's 2020. I don't even need a website. Like, people can find me on social media and on the podcast and blah, 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 blah. No. That is one path. It certainly crossed my mind (laughs) with all of the changes that will need to happen to make it better. But, you know, I just said, let's start anywhere. Let's just pick something and go. Go. And then we'll do another thing and we'll do another thing. Do I need to understand all of the things? No. Do I need to get into how did it happen? When did it break? Why didn't we know? How has this impacted the last year? Who cares? Just start fixing the things. And I, I was laying in bed last night because I talked to Chris about it. You know, he said, how was your day at work? And I was like, well, my website got a failing grade. And he's like, what, what does that mean? From who? And I kind of told him the story. And uh, I said, when he went through the list of all the things, I was like, oh my gosh, this is gonna take so much time and so much money. But that doesn't even matter. I said, all that matters is that we start with a thing, that we just identify one thing that we'll start with, and we identify one person that's gonna do it. And I said, you know, next month, I want to reevaluate this, and I wanna have a D instead of an F. Like that, (laughs) I'm not looking to have an A, I'm not looking for a 180 change. But you know what? If we can do three of the 200 plus things that need to be done in the next four weeks, great. And then we'll do three more. And then we'll do one more. And then we'll do three more. And then we'll do seven more. And we'll learn as we go. But as I was laying in bed last night, I was thinking about how... Many times I've gotten hung up on the list of things that are wrong. And I hear this all the time in conversations with my clients. Somebody just texted me not long ago. And they basically said, Elizabeth, can you help? I don't even know where to start. There's nothing in my life that is how I want it to be. And I feel like that is the same sense of like, there's nothing on my website that is apparently right at this moment. That's okay. We don't have to know where to start. We just have to start with something. Don't let learning be a buffer from experience. Don't let the perfect starting point stop you from getting in the game. From getting in the game. Where are you overtrained and under practiced? The power in this does not come from hearing this conversation, okay? So we're kind of in a in a Episode where I want you to do the very thing that this episode is about. Because you could just listen to this and be like, Yeah, I so get it. I've been in a learning mode and not a doing mode. And there's so much that I know that I haven't implemented that I can do. But then you're just thinking about it again, right? Then you're just analyzing it. And that is what forms these heavy calluses in your brain where. There's a sense that like, oh, yeah, there's hundreds of thousands of things that I know that I'm not doing from how I talk to my kids to how I interact with somebody I love to how I'm managing my finances to the fact that I leave dishes in the sink every night to the fact that I'm overeating or I'm not working out enough. What I want you to do, even with this episode, start with this episode because that's an easy place to start, even if it's not the most important place. Put this into action. When I ask questions like, where are you trained beyond your obedience? Where does your intellect exceed your consistency? Answer the question. Don't just think about it in your mind. We recruit more of our brain when we put these things on paper, when we write it out. Take the time. Grab a notebook. Hit the pause button. Where in your life does your knowledge exceed your practice? Don't just hear me say these words actually answer the questions. Where is there a gap between what you have learned and what you have implemented? There are things that only experience can teach. Knowledge can go from a tool to a weapon, right? It's a tool when we implement. It is a weapon when we don't, and we're just building this span that buffers us from experience, this moat of knowledge, And we just need to get into action. It's a weapon when we use it as a buffer to experience, when we spend our time learning instead of doing, instead of taking action, right? When you know that you're learning, check, I'm doing something. See, I'm doing something, I'm learning. But it can't and it won't move the needle. A couple months ago, maybe not even that, maybe a month ago with all that was happening with COVID, I shared with some of my clients that situations like these, whether it's this podcast episode or it's something more macro like COVID, it gives us a chance to either be a critic or be a creator, right? You can listen to this episode and say, oh my gosh, that's so me. I learn and I learn and I learn and I don't do. That is being a critic, Or you can listen to this episode and be a creator and say, you know what? I can think of one thing that I know that I don't consistently do, and I'm going to do it today. When it comes to more macro, something like COVID, you can be a critic and... Your feelings about what people are doing or not doing, what the government is doing or not doing, what you fear in your health, and you can think about it, you can think about it, or you can be a creator and create what you want. You can influence your own life through action so much more than you can through thinking. You get to choose if you will be a critic or you will be a creator, if you will be a learner or you will be a doer. And for all of you guys who are like me and you love to learn, I love to learn. There is nothing more educational than experience. There is nothing more educational than experience. That's why... Schools love any kind of experiential learning opportunity they can give their students because they know that it's far more effective and those lessons are going to stick so much more than if they read it from a book. There is nothing more educational than experience. There is nothing that is going to teach you more than your own involvement and your own engagement. Theory is not the same thing. I can study engineering, but nothing's going to teach me like building my first house. And I can study the human body, but nothing's going to teach me like improving my health. I can study communication, but nothing's going to teach me like having a real conversation and taking it deeper with somebody that means something to me. And oftentimes what keeps us from action is fear. Or what keeps us from action is uncertainty. I don't know where to start. I don't know how it's going to turn out. I don't know if I can do it. Guys, fear is a doorway. And if you stand at the doorway and say, well, I need certainty before I move forward, the only place certainty can come from is your experience. Do it scared. That's what everybody else is doing. One of my friends, James Patrick, he he shared on Instagram the other day that if, if you feel like it's a bad time to start a business... You have to understand that all bad, all businesses are operating in hard times right now. So if you start in a hard time right now, you're operating a business in a hard time like every other business owner out there, right? So the, the field is level in that regard. And I think it's the same way with fear. Everyone is doing it scared, Maybe they're not scared of the thing that you're scared to do, but anybody who takes action, who pursues something, there's some level of uncertainty, there's some level of fear, there's some level of what could be a barrier if they allowed it to be. So it's a level playing field in that regard. Action is the antidote to fear. It is a doorway. Just because you've been the barrier in your life does not mean you need to continue to be. You are free today to not be the barrier in your life. Take simple action. We don't have to overcomplicate this. Please don't overcomplicate this. Again, just like I could look at this report of 200 things that are wrong with my website, I don't have to know the perfect place to start. I don't even know have to know how to fix it. I just have to start with one thing and figure it out as I go because nothing is more educational than experience. I wonder if for some of you that uncertainty that keeps you on the sidelines is really just a convenient excuse because it works. Because you've told yourself so many times, well, I don't know. I've tried and failed so many times before. I'm worried about this. I'm worried about that. Is that just convenient? Is it less that you're so afraid of it and more that that's just the card you can play that keeps you from having to really try, that keeps you from having to get your hands dirty? Do it scared, right? I said this on an episode not long ago. I tell myself every day, fear can ride with me, but it cannot drive. Grief can ride with me, but it cannot drive. I told myself this last night with regards to a situation with Chris. Anger can ride with me, but it cannot drive. It doesn't determine how I communicate or what I communicate. It can ride with me. I can feel it. That's cool. I'm not trying to push it away, but it cannot drive. What can you do today with what you know? What can you put into action today that you already know? If there is anything that I can do to help with this, Let me know if you want to talk about it, if you want to explore more deeply, if you want to consider working with me more closely. Let's have that conversation. There are so many resources available to you to help you get out of the way, to help you become a doer instead of a learner, to help you get what you want from experience and not from action Maybe that's your step today. Maybe that's something that you will do instead of learning and listening today. But reach out and let me know how I can help because that's why I'm here. Make it a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to the Primal Potential Podcast where our goal is not to help you learn. Our goal is to help you change. This is a year of action. Take something you learned from this episode and put it into action in your life today. To learn more about working more closely with me and the Primal Potential team, please visit primalpotential.com forward slash transform.